Bebop. Artist Bebop, number 37. The weekly ramble where I take a timer for 22 minutes and artistically ramble. This week, very cool. I think I was stressed last week and I felt stress dissipate on many fronts. I had a lot of support this week. A lot of good friends, good projects. What the one I'm most excited about, my friend Deborah is writing a book and which is just so cool on its own. But also she asked me to illustrate for it. So I'm so excited about that. That's probably the biggest news. <laughs> Love that. But this week, it was just cool. I, I felt back in my flow, back in my head. And because I, I feel so out of my head a lot. <laughs> I feel so out of, I don't know. I think I, I'm. It, I am an emotional person, and sometimes it can get the best of me. But that's all right. That's what. That's what the studio is there for every day. But yeah, I had some some cool chatter earlier. Somebody hit me up in messages and or Facebook, I think and asked about how I keep the work fun, how I keep the process fun. And I know that it is that for me, that this is pure joy. But it was interesting they were asking that because I guess I don't really Maybe take it for granted. I don't know. But my my response is that, you know, I, I came to art when I was a kid. And that initial energy of discovering creativity, which I see in my kids so beautifully, I never lost that joy. And they are such a good reminder of that. My, one of my daughters was working on a little book. I showed her because she wanted to make a book. So we stapled stuff together and, and so they get iPad time at night and she did away with her iPad time and worked on that book. And it was a proud, proud Papa moment. <laughs> and that was kind of me to a large degree when I was a kid, so it's good. But yeah, the the important thing, the, the other thing they brought up was he was seeing success on the monetary front and then felt like he was second guessing the, the, the work. 
which that is a tricky balance or it can be i don't think it's complicated because i think i always think of why i got into it it is that kid thing and that kid thing is very much doing what i want art classes in school were not generally fun for me because I was told what to do. I was told things like I was doing things wrong and I disagree. <laughs> it's why I'll, I'll, I'll teach here and there or be asked to. It's usually like community service type stuff. Just helping out a good cause or a non-profit but I, I don't know that I'm a good teacher in that sense because I don't I don't believe that I should be telling anyone how to draw or yeah it's it is such a personal journey that I don't know it's it's weird to to try to direct that it doesn't feel right to me, but so what I generally end up doing is just showing what I do. I guess that's what all this content's about, showing what I do. I do it this way. Does that mean that's how anyone else should do it? No, or maybe, maybe get ideas because I'm inspired by other artists but i realize as i get older i'm looking less i look at the artists around me but i did i did a whole lot of looking when i was younger part of that's not really having that freedom <laughs> being a father I don't get to the museums as much, but I'm also not, I don't crave it as much as I used to because that was education. But at some point you've got your groove and that's where I'm at. And I do, I, I have so much fun. So, and I like that I get to share and people have fun with me. So, <laughs> That's cool. That's symbiotic. I dig it. Yeah, it's that's a and I. It's funny that he asked that because I it was a lot of what I was thinking about this week. And or just that, the whole discipline of it too the whole discipline of everything I'm trying to do lately like I've been writing daily and I realized what a gift I gave myself doing that because I feel I think the most focused I have in my long career <laughs> And I'm, I'm seeing the fruits of that on many fronts. 
and I'm I feel like there's more than just pieces that there's other dimensions and part of that one it's the writing about it but then thinking about things thinking about AI and just using these other muscles that are creative using the written word using video and sound and audio and putting together stories that way yeah so that that has been a lot of the thought process studio has been grooving i've got uh, i've got commissions trickling in so that's nice i like to be busy <laughs> and i like to see what what gets commissioned because it, it's generally pop art and yeah generally sports or music so i love that it caters to all levels of my interests <laughs> but yeah i've got a giant shaquille o'neal i'm working on that's it's really cool i love shack <laughs> I, I love he, he seems like so much fun I like fun people I emulate that as best I can <laughs> yeah that's definitely something I teach my kids just which is so funny. And parenthood is so funny. <laughs> of all people to be a father. But just being nice. Owning up to when maybe you're not nice. Learning to say you're sorry. All of these are practical guides for for anything really but yeah definitely in the art world i think of opportunities that i've gotten and sometimes asked why how did you get that and it's when i really think about it i was just nice i was easy to work with maybe and and door, more doors open than than if you're not or if there's negativity. Yeah. But yeah, I think consistency and in, in being playful. I don't know, I I, I guess at some point I, I got in a groove of it. Lately, I've been really, really working on it. Especially, like, last week was a stressful week, and studio time was studio time. It was always... It's weird to go into the studio because it is another planet. 
and I forget about everything, everything that I've been preoccupied with during the day kind of goes away. And that's insane. <laughs> that's an insane feeling that something could obliterate such heavy stuff sometimes. I think the heaviest I ever experienced, and God, that's probably the one time, well, it did help actually, but it was just very sad. My, many years ago, my uncle passed away and he was an older brother to me. He was my first roommate. And because he, I met him, I must have been 10. And he came to live with us and I was so excited because I'd only heard stories. Of course, my mother, the storyteller, told stories of Tio Lito. And so when I finally met him, I've always loved that, especially coming from my mom. My mom's stories, when they come to life, I guess that's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of toying with. In and everything, I was talking to my friend Deborah actually about. I was talking about how on social media I'll post an image, I'll post different images and I'll do different things, but I have some more abstract watercolor stuff that I put out. And they're more. It's like the title, and then I'll use the hashtag to give a little bit more depth to it. And that's so funny. I think of literature when there's a story or in a novel and when we would take it apart in, in college and we had to figure out sometimes what they were talking about, what that was culturally. And so it's funny to become hyper aware of the fact that the pound symbol <laughs> has subtext. Isn't that nerdy? I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will always fess up to having very nerdy tendencies. <laughs> literature that, that was well those those were my majors my my big degrees were in literature so but yeah that's the thing it's story it's depth it's complexity yet at the same time it all means nothing <laughs> means nothing in everything isn't that strange? That's a, that's a dichotomy. That's really interesting. Because, you know, as, as much, I don't know, in the end, we're just kind of out of here. And, but that, does that mean you don't do it? <laughs> I, I, I definitely don't subscribe to that. I think that's why I 
do it with more ur urgency is I know that I'll be out of here and and I, I love the, these things that I do so I am driven I guess that was another conversation I had my friend Steve um, he asked how, how do you do everything that you do and well, it, my thought was just, is, is there another option or, <laughs> I guess the option is to not do it, to go to sleep at an appropriate time, to, you know, not be talking to my phone at, uh, 2.59 AM after the kids have gone to sleep. I guess those are options after having a full day but it just doesn't make sense to me and yeah I'm gonna keep going with the the playfulness thing I think the other thing is I which I didn't respond to him is I'm aware of content that I consume and it, social media wise, I want it, I, I focus on it being what I want. And a lot of that, I have my motive. It's mainly all motivational for the most part. And then just stuff I like. But I also love, I love podcasts and looking through who's talking and it's usually entertainment people but i love those podcasts because you get a deeper look into how they got what they wanted and and even deeper than that there was a cool one uh, justine bateman and she was, I guess, I want to check out the book, actually. But she was talking about aging and how she doesn't have the complex of it looking bad. She embraces it, I think. She said something like, when somebody asks her what these wrinkles are, that's like that's the body being cool. You don't have those. <laughs> I, I I just I admired it. I liked it. An uncommon, at least vocalized point of view. Because yeah, I I do I do um I, do, I worry about my kids and. But I think that's parenting. I can worry about it, but then I got to do something about it. But yeah, because even in my social circle, I see, and it's usually female, but I see this filtered version of that person. And I don't understand why. Like, I, because, yeah, it's just, it's odd. And, but I, I, I understand why, but 
I don't think I don't think they should feel like they should filter themselves but I think it, maybe it's just human well it's it's societal I mean I am admittedly it, it does I try not to think about it. I try not to think about how much I put my mug into social media because you are exposed you are looking at me and I'm not I obviously don't come in here <laughs> after wardrobe or makeup or filtered it's just hashtag raw <laughs> it's the hashtag episode but yeah and I don't I've always felt like that about just beauty relationships I've been in where people are freaking out over how they look and it always made me a little sad but I guess in that respect my mom did an excellent job because I yeah, I've always liked me you know although I still get like apprehension I'm but it's just weird because uh, to me, I guess that apprehension is less about how I look, although that's, you know, I don't want to be looking at myself all the time, but <laughs> but I'm forced to because even, even making these videos, I'm looking at the camera, I guess. But, but I don't know, it also encouraged me because I've, I've dropped some weight, not to brag. <laughs> But part of that's looking at the camera and worrying about my health, worrying about being present for my kids. So I think as a mirror, this stuff is good. But yeah. Oh. Post ramble. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that was a good ramble, I think. I don't know. No one has thrown shoes through the internet at me yet so <laughs> and <laughs> I, I'm I'm humbled that people tune in so I will, I will I'll, I'll just end on that humility so thank you thank you for joining me thank you for Anytime you reach out, like, check, uh, comment, send a note. I hope you have a good Halloween weekend, and I will see you next time. Welcome to my world, El Santos world. Bebop.